0: what's up the ceiling what's up in space
1: uh uh dead bodies <laughs> no it's it's Sp- your spaceships it's your head
0: what like when you're in outer space right they like up from the point of a globe is just away from the center right? right like depending on where you are so what's up in outer space it's the direction
1: of your head to your feet from the window to the walls <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so so what have you been up to uh
1: well this, okay so I'll, I'll i'll talk about my second yeah the people from last thing. week
0: realized that that there's spoilers from last week and, <laughs> and there's assignments from last week yeah. and, and and that we're recording too. everyone's in one day. on the
1: edge of their seat to hear about my trip could you pass me that thing that's right there yes thank you Uh-oh. the uh Cherry Coca Cola zero sugar. Yeah. Oh my God. Coca Cola flavors. So I went on a road trip with my buddy Mike, Uh, similar to what we did last year. This is now our second annual trip to see the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Why why, are you. It's the rocket that's going on. Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) So Huntsville, Alabama is technically like Rocket City, although the Trash Pandas play in Madison, which is like right next door. But there's like Space Camp is Just there. Like the, what 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 New York team plays in New Jersey? There's a bunch the of the New York Giants, the New York uh, Jets. Those are might the, be the only ones. Are those both football? Yeah. Okay. But they play in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so there's also like Raytheon missile defense, uh, Sikorsky helicopters, Boeing. I think uh, some other things are like all all related to the to rockets and space and flight and different things are all down in in huntsville uh so that was like the main point of our trip was to go down there see a couple games which was cool it's a great stadium great atmosphere they're a relatively new team they have the best logo in all of sports um as the trash pandas uh in addition stopped in Asheville, north carolina which was cool got to see my friend christine my friend wit uh drank some good beers do you like sour beers funky beers
0: I mean, I know that that's your thing. Yeah. Um, I, I can drink them. They're not like, oh, my God, it's so disgusting.
1: Okay. I don't really get anything that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, Other than IPAs, got them. No, I I, <laughs> I I like IPAs.
0: I really haven't drank much.
1: Well, anyway, so uh, the one brewery we like in Asheville is uh, Wicked Weed, which apparently just got bought out by, like, Anheuser-Busch. So, so
0: they're no longer independent. Yeah, no, so cool now. Sellouts.
1: Yeah. But they have – Just um, like H-Mac. Yeah, but they have a few different um like tap rooms and stuff in the Asheville area. But one of them is called the Funkatorium, and that's where they like specialize in their funky and like sours and wild ales and those kinds of things. So that was cool. uh And then also on our trip, we went to see one Mr. Frank Turner, who I'm going to talk about in a little bit. uh He was playing in Nashville. It's confusing because I went to Asheville and Nashville, but he was playing in Nashville. And did you go to Sashville? No that's not the same thing (laughs) (laughs) no but they do call Asheville or sorry nashville smashville with the predators hockey team okay but anyway uh went to see frank turner in nashville because that's only about two hours north of huntsville um so it's basically like for us like going to philly wasn't that far Uh, but it was super fun have you ever been to a brooklyn bowl nope are you aware of Brooklyn Bowl? I have no idea. Okay. So there's one in Brooklyn, uh, and then there are others around, including in Nashville. And it is a concert venue slash bowling alley. And it's pretty cool. And, okay. And you can... Similar, similar to
0: Fireside Bowl.
1: Sure. But you can, um, for you know whatever fee, rent out. Like you and eight friends can rent out a lane uh, for the evening. And then also buy a concert that was my feet. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how I was doing that. But, uh, no,
0: no one knows what's going on. I'm like, I looked around like, what is that sound? Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's my
1: feet. Um, we did not do that because it was just the two of us. But it was kind of a, it was, it was a cool place. It was a cool venue. Uh, so it was uh, Frank Turner was the headliner. Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. That is his band. Uh, and then The Bronx and Pet Needs. Are you familiar with either of those other bands? Uh, I know The Bronx and, yeah. and their mariachi band. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Like El Bronx or so something or other? Uh, El uh el mariachi or no mariachi, mariachi, el, mariachi el bronx el Bronx! there we go uh i've not heard that but i i did see that when i was looking them up they're from la
0: yeah so they have uh connections to that um uh style of music right
1: but yeah they were cool pet needs was cool too like they're, they're just like an up-and-coming british punk band um and then the, fr- the frank turner thing do you how familiar are you with frank turner um he's, I'm... he's
0: he's friends with uh Derek from the Homeless Gospel Gospel Choir. Okay. Anytime that Frank Turner plays in Harrisburg, they hang out. Okay. Um Frank Turner played in my friend Mike Rock's basement. Nice before he blew up because uh-huh. like the first couple tours. So uh I have friends who know him and then uh Rich, our listener Rich, yeah. just met him because they played punk and Drublok together. Nice. And had nothing but nice words to say.
1: Yeah, he seems like a super nice guy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I could have gone to see him at XL Live. In the fall. Right before the pandemic. Oh, right before the
1: pandemic. Yeah. Oh, basically yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: When, when my band made their beer. Okay. Because I was I gave Derek and uh, the Homeless Gospel Choir's other guitar player some of my beer. Nice. And people were like, hey you you got you can go in you can you're on the guest list now and i'm like okay <laughs> i just feel weird now because i don't really know mm. any and i'm weird okay. i'm like i gotta go home and take care of my kids so my mm. wife will be like that's free. what you're going to this show now
1: <laughs> yeah no I'm Like, but but i wanna, really gotta go it's like nope anyways well i've i've gotten uh more familiar with him in the last probably like two years or so through my friend mike mm-hmm. who I went on this trip with um he's a he's a big fan and, and i've become a big fan and stuff so i saw him in the fall at xl live like like just you know a little less than a year ago mm-hmm. uh it was an acoustic show just him on guitar and um the one that you saw when exactly when xl live in november okay 2021 gotcha uh it was an acoustic show um it was just him on guitar and then um a guy who normally plays keyboards in his band on guitar and mandolin and stuff mm-hmm. which is cool and then when we saw them in nashville it was like the full band so it's my first time seeing the full band the sleeping souls as they're yep. called so it's frank on guitar another guitar player bass player mm-hmm. uh the guy matt nazir on on mostly keys he did play like a little mandolin and mm-hmm. probably like um some sort of percussion, maybe like Tamarine or something. And then the, the drummer. So, but it's been that band, I think, for a while. The drummer, I believe, is relatively new. Um, but the cool thing that that Frank is doing uh, with his tour right now is it's 50 states in 50 days. So he's playing all of the United States of America over the span of 50 days, which is pretty cool. And sometimes he does two shows in a day. Like uh, he played uh, Delaware, did like an acoustic show in the afternoon and then played Philly that night. We had um, talked about this. Okay. Yeah. And so that's just kind of what he's been doing. It was, it's pretty cool. So I just want to let you know
0: that I, I, I listened to this and the last episode just said all that. <laughs> what episode? So the last episode that actually like came out. Oh, on, okay. On like four lat, or five episodes ago, you know, la- no, like last week. Last week's. Th- yeah, but as, as... As of we're recording this that's on the ma- But as the people are listening
1: to episode 83, and yeah. whenever this comes out, <laughs> it'll be a few episodes ago.
0: It's only like three. Anyway. Either way.
1: So, okay. So I wasn't sure. Again, I don't remember. <laughs> as soon as I walk out this door, I will forget everything that is said. Yeah. That's one of my <clears> favorite <throat> things about it in the Discord is people like comment on stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay, great. Yep. <laughs> um, And I'm... I had started to listen back at one point, but I don't anymore. So anyway just refreshing people's because also didn't you, you're the one that's always saying like this might be somebody's first episode you're right so we should recap things uh but all in i all, just it, it was just like so
0: suit like like the information that you're saying right now yeah. i just listened sure, to yeah, yeah.
1: that's fair um but yeah all in all a really good trip it was really fun uh we had a good time and then throwing in the frank turner thing was just kind of like a cool bonus so yeah, the Huntsville, Madison, Alabama area is pretty cool, pretty progressive. Um, shout out to Vertical House Records, which is like my favorite record store now in uh, Huntsville. They got a pretty cool thing going, good deals and stuff. I bought bought a bunch of stuff. So,
0: what was the guy's name that you
1: had said who plays keys? Matt Nasir, N A S I R. Okay. He joined in two thousand nine. Okay. So yeah, I was I just looked up like a quick little bio. So Frank's from from England. Uh he was in a this is like a post hardcore band or something. He was the singer for them, and then he when that broke up, he just started doing his own thing. It was like mostly acoustic and stuff. Um what was I, the
0: the post do you know what it's called? Uh is it with was it Million Dead?
1: Million Dead. Or Mongol
0: Horde. I see Million Dead. Million Dead. Well, twenty Okay. Mongol
1: Horde was in twenty fourteen. Okay, that was like an extra thing. But yeah, basically like around 2005, he started just like doing his own thing. Um, and it was like a lot of, um, I think like more acoustic type stuff. I think of him, I always say he's like a folk punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, I guess that's not like my, I'm not coining that term like I did with no. pop metal. <laughs> Hashtag pop metal. Um, but just that's the best way I think to describe him. You're right, but I don't think he's he always well what he says he said this at the yeah. other night he was like he was like i'm a fake folk artist i'm just a punk rocker that writes okay certain songs or whatever but they've got such a folk i think he's more
0: folk like the music is more folk than punk uh-huh but he himself is it's probably, probably punk. more punk than yeah, folk yeah yeah
1: it what's interesting too so one of the things we did on this road trip we did it last year was um we made a playlist cause we don't listen to music and stuff and it's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of driving. But one of the things that I came up with, it was like, let's just put full albums on here. Mm. Cause how often do you just like listen to a full album? You know, you mentioned last week that you, you're making it like a goal of yours to listen to well, I'm discographies. Yeah, yeah, like, but even, but all. even that, even if you're yeah. just like, I'm going to go listen to this one album by mm-hmm. this person because I haven't heard it in 20 years and whatever. Like yeah. that's, that's an effortful thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just singles or whatever. So that was part of our thing. And so, um, we were just like listening to albums straight through and stuff, but Mike put on, um, Frank Turner's be more kind from I think, like 2016, which mm-hmm. is a really good album, but it's very poppy. It's got a lot of more pop elements to it. And I was, I was questioning, um, if somebody had only heard that album, and then was like, oh, Frank Turner's coming to my town. I'm gonna listen. I love this. Be more kind album. I'm gonna listen to, to him. I wonder if they would like it because live, it's very punky. Even the the less punky sounding songs, the way they kind of do them live, it's it's pretty punky. Even when it was just him acoustic, um, I thought it was like had a very very much like a punk aesthetic. So, yeah, he's got an interesting sort of thing. The 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 album stuff versus the live stuff is is a little different. So. But this is off his newest album which is called FTHC which I believe just stands for like Frank Turner hardcore. Yeah. Um he describes it or has I've kind of heard him describe it as like the hardest thing he's done like since he was in probably that other band. Uh-huh. Um it's still kind of poppy though. Like this song. Oh, yeah yeah. It's 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 very poppy. What what track is this on this? Uh I want to say 3. Okay. I'm going to want to pull it up real quick. Um cuz that uh, 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 Matt- discography. No discography which came out in 2022 uh, da, 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 da. where is it track listing this is the third track yeah it's called haven't been doing so well and it's basically you know he wrote it like during the pandemic and was like you know mental health stuff was not great and yeah just whatever and it's like yeah i haven't been doing so well maybe i need to get some help
0: i think so. that madness here is like his right-hand man. I think so, too. Because he also did photographs for this album. Okay. But do you know who played drums? No. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna, is it I'm not gonna, the drummer gonna, for the band? No, it's not. Not Callum Green? It's, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, Ilan Rubin, who is the drummer for, sometimes, Angels and Airwaves. Okay. Uh, it says Paramore, which was probably like a very small stint, and Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah. So look at you bringing the Trent Reznor connection. (laughs) Yeah, he played drums on uh, all but one, two, two tracks. Okay.
1: See, in there, I think, too, um, he had that longtime drummer in the band that left. Mm -hmm. And so, like that was probably just like, yeah, we'll get this guy. Cause you know, he's a good drummer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the guy that they have in the band now is named Callum green and it was his, he looked pretty young, but, um, Frank was saying, he was like, it's his first time in America <laughs> and I'm taking them to every state. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, that is, Nigel that's Powell one. is listed as drums for, from 20, 2006 to 2020. Yeah. So he was, he was the guy who was, who's in that band, but yeah they're they're really great i i, I really i want to try to see him like as many as, as many times as i can I, like anytime he's going to be around i want to i want to go see him because the live show is, is really good well and now w- that i've seen both when he comes to harrisburg again if again. he comes ha- to harrisburg i'll try to get you to
0: I'll, I'll try to meet him
1: no try to get me to meet him <laughs> i will try to <laughs> Not meet you him. you. try to meet him you gotta I take will, care i, of your I kids. will talk to derek
0: <laughs> and i'll be like hey can you introduce me to and then you will introduce me, and then I'll introduce Mike. And we'll, be, and we'll be the best friends. It's like, hey, hey, Frank, we have a <laughs> bunch of like mutual friends.
1: Yeah. Like, I just really like your music a lot. All right. But yeah, so. I think he's a really good songwriter. Um, And we'll listen to this song Oh, he's thing. a great songwriter.
0: Yeah. All right, so here is Haven't Been Doing So Well by Frank Turner.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which you may recognize. That first two seconds from last week's episode. Yep. Pop fork. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Which is pop. It's a day with the why in it, so obviously I'm over it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm trying not to worry, and I've tried being sorry for being born in the wrong place and wrong time. Cause I've been messed up, stressed out, talking to myself
0: I like that yeah. baseline. Mm. Boom. It's so upbeat, I know. but but not like yeah. Like the 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 lyrical content is not like happy, but yeah. it's kind of ska mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, it's not like like th- that that the music is upbeat and that yeah. the meaning is 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 yeah. not upbeat. It's not
1: so happy. It's yeah. It has that 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 part of it
0: ska. Yeah. Not like musically, it's I not think ska-
1: yeah. it's kind of coming back to me now that maybe in the fall. When I saw him, because that al- this album came out in like February or March maybe, okay. and I saw him in like November. Okay. And he played this song. He played maybe a couple things off of that album, because he was like, hey, I got a new album coming out, you know, it's obviously going to sound more different because this is acoustic and, you know, the full band, blah, 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 but I'm pretty sure he kind of talked about how like, it is kind of like a little more upbeat. It's supposed to be, I think, like a little bit more hopeful, you know? Okay. Like I haven't been doing so well, but like, try to find some some yeah. ways to be better or help myself or whatever. They played a ton of songs too. Um, well, his songs aren't really long. No, but I mean, even live, you know, you kind of stretch stuff out. Um, somewhere, I took a picture of the set list. I think I saw that. Yeah, because I stuck around behind where the uh, the sound guy was. Yeah, I was like. Beep. Played 24 songs okay that's a lot yeah it is yeah yeah because that show went for a while <laughs> like we didn't leave there until like 11 30 or something like that It's cool too because he did some stuff acoustic. Um, He actually started the show off acoustic, and then the band came in to like finish the song. He did like a little mini set just himself, like a little acoustic thing too. It was cool. Good change of pace. Yeah, I need to give this album. I didn't. We didn't have this album on the playlist, but. Um, I listened to it like when it first came out and I was like, yeah, it's good. I just, I need to like give it another listen cause he played several things off of it and I'm like, yeah, I do, I do like a lot of these songs. So I'm really like listening to them a lot. There's a really cool song, uh, called Miranda, yeah. which, which is about, um, his, his father who, who he had a, he basically, he, I heard him, you know, now twice play the song and he introduced it, you know, similarly of like for like the thir- first like 35 years of Frank's life, he and his father had like this shit relationship, like mm-hmm. just got along really terribly and then his father has come out as a transgender woman their name is Miranda now and whatever Mm -hmm. and he's like we get along great now (laughs) and like it's it wasn't like an overnight (laughs) thing but it but it kind of was and it was like you know and and it's just that song's about that you know it's it's really interesting and it's an interesting story and stuff and he says like she's like danced with me on stage now and like hung out and like we went over for christmas and stuff like it's just that's not the way it was for a long long time and now it's like that And it's, that's really great mm-hmm. and so like you know you kind of figure maybe that they had that kind of going on in their life and some other things you know whatever you know i don't know exactly what their relationship was like were mm-hmm. like were they abusive were they an asshole was it just you know whatever but that's that's cool though that they they get along now and mm-hmm. have that relationship so but yeah it's a good good album i like i said i, I would if, if you're a fan of his but you've only ever listened to the music like definitely try to check him out live because i think it's like a totally and for some songs and some albums like totally different vibe okay cool. he's got a live album too which is really good that's it's cool. probably my favorite album but yeah all right so
0: we we got asked a while ago it's like what's what's the things that you won't play oh yeah and i probably meant like stuff that i'm about to play right now like yeah this. i was surprised because like this is the stuff that I like this is the weird stuff that I'm like this is this is cool yeah. but it's like my music mm-hmm. I, I mean i don't want to say that like this is what i listen to all the time but it's the stuff that i think is like this is really cool mm-hmm. and not only is it cool to me because it's weird and out there and it's like no one else is going to listen to it yeah. but also like how do they do that like what what is the the, the process of of this yeah so this uh the album it's off off of is called sunday morning drones it's only two tracks drone one drone two Mm -hmm. and then they have or i guess i don't know i don't know what to call them because it's not really like a band like Mm -hmm. they don't go touring it's all like vocal stuff um and then they have uh another album called sunday songs where like there's a drone three on it i'm like that's cool um the 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 whatever you want to call it is uh called the Beacon Sound Choir. Mm-hmm. Um and it's Oh, like the group, the band, the whatever. Yeah, the yeah. group cuz it's Okay, so it's uh the composer Peter Broderick assembles uh a 35 strong choir of professional and amateur singers. So there there was this uh, in Portland, Oregon, which kind of makes sense because it's weird mm-hmm. stuff. It, it was just kind of like, let's get together and like create music and it doesn't really matter like what it is. And sometimes he would have assignments as like, okay, go write the first verse. You mm-hmm. go write the second verse. We'll go write the third verse and then we'll come back together and, and do this. And a lot of it might be just randomness. And some of it just be like, Hey, here's the structure of this idea. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if like my understanding of this is correct but it's the way that I think it is, mm-hmm. and I also want to then do it. And that's, like, the assignment that, that you guys at home are going to get, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about in a little bit. But I think that w- the way that this is is they start, they're like, okay, from here to here. Mm-hmm. And it's not really, like, a given time. Right. It's probably like, okay, we're coming back, like, directing of, like, we're going to come back now to the end. So they start off with a pitch, and then it's just like, okay, now just go do whatever you want. You just gotta be in the scale. Mm-hmm. So like B and C
1: major. We're we'll going out of tune piano. It's down.
0: Oh my god! That was that was bad. That was really bad. Oh no! Oh oh! <laughs> god, it's really bad. Oh, even better. Play towards the middle. Middle. That's better. Still not good though anyways so like maybe we're we're all gonna start on like c major or c not c major but just like the note c and then
1: it doesn't even sustain yeah i know that's hilarious
0: it it needs to go away um and then it you can just move Uh right and then just like move wherever you want and Uh this also reminds me of a friend that i went to uh college with uh his name's andy and uh I don't know who thought of it. I want to say it was him, but he might not have thought of it, but he definitely like kind of took it, like took it so far that like at his wedding, he did this okay. where it's just like, Hey guys, just sing whatever you want. Music's easy. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Okay. And it's like, just sing a note. And if you feel like moving, move, if you don't stay there mm-hmm. and move whenever you want, it doesn't matter because music is, there's no such thing as bad music. Mm-hmm. Um, So in this start on C, move wherever you want, and then, okay, we're coming back, and then we're going to end on C. Mm-hmm. So the the homework assignment is record on your phone or any way that you can record. I don't care the sound quality at all. Mm-hmm. Start on C. I don't care what C. Start on C. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to stay in C major. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter, but try to see C major. You have a minute of music, so, like, set a timer, mm-hmm. um, and then get back to that C by the end.
1: Okay. Do they have to use up all the minute? Can they can they leave space like besides you,
0: breaths? Yeah.
1: Um, depends on how many people we get. If
0: we get like two people, there's <laughs> gonna be a lot of dead space. Yeah. So I would be like, you know, if you need to take a little bit of a break, go for it. But yeah, try to try to use the whole minute. Okay, and and do whatever you want. Just come back to a C. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the same C. Mm-hmm. You could just be like, I'm gonna go up an octave. Mm-hmm. And just go through the scale for a minute maybe uh, no stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but let's 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 see what happens so I really I, I hope this this is something that I really hope could happen where then you send that to us through our email which is uh, at stop two tunes podcast at com, or you can send it through us in the discord however you can get it to us get it to us and I'll compile it have it be about a minute long um, and then I'll do that and then I'll post it on the discord or maybe it we'll won't post well, maybe we we'll can play it I don't know depend on how how many people we get
1: so I can just do what I'm doing
0: yeah yeah Um, it. so here, here's the thing I want it to be vocal but if you don't feel vocally good enough first off don't matter but if you feel like I want to play this on a saxophone play it on a saxophone whatever whatever instrument you want play it on piano uh, one at a time Right. So that's your assignment. Please do it. Uh, Me and Mr. Bittner will do it sometime. Sure. I just Um, did it. Yeah. I didn't. But there's talking (laughs) over top of it. Oh, over top of it, not like behind it. Where if there's sound in the background, that's even better because as we'll listen to this song, um, you'll understand it. But there's a lot of uh, references in this this, uh, article that is on Pitchfork. Uh, it got a seven point seven. I don't know if that's out of ten or a hundred. I think it's out of ten. <laughs> um, but they would meet, and it was kind of some someone somewhere in here. It's like it's like church without the praying, mm-hmm. kind of a secular service. And um, Terry Riley is kind of an intro. They're making it, you know, like it's
1: kind of like Terry, Terry Riley if you know who well, that is. The piece in C in particular.
0: Yes, and then uh, uh, Johann Johannes. Who did the soundtrack to? Isn't it Johan Johansson? Johan, yeah, you're probably right. Johan Johansson. Um, he, they did the soundtrack for midsommar Midsomar. as well as and probably other things. Other things, and it's just like really like, what is this? This is creepy. Yeah. And I found this by watching Devs, which is like a oh, uh-huh. TV show that came out like. Two. i watched
1: like the first two episodes and then just never went back
0: it's not good but like yeah. i've got to finish it kind of thing sure. it's only one season it's like 10 episodes it's yeah. weird yeah it doesn't really make sense it also like jumps around in time like mm-hmm. hey we're gonna tell you this person's story before all this stuff happened right. and like and but like everybody's kind of story all mm-hmm. all at the same time and it also kind of like goes into different timelines but they, they used a different song from uh sunday songs mm-hmm. i'm like this is super creepy and weird what is it yeah I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God, they do these drone things. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the weird stuff that I listen to, that I like. So here's drone one off of Sunday morning drones, the Beacon Sound Choir. And I think there's a delay, or reverb in it.
1: Or just the space that they're in. Yeah. just has its own natural...
0: So there's the change, right? Like somebody has changed, somebody else changes. And somebody came back to the the tonal center.
1: Meditation music. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Uh, So Terry Riley's in C... I was looking up a little bit. There's 35 like little snippets Mm -hmm. that you can choose from. The one thing I don't know is like how that piece ends. You slowly stop. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, but there's a cool website I want folks to check out uh, called inbflat.net. I N B F L A T dot net. There's a couple versions of it now, but basically somebody made like a, it's kind of like what you're asking folks to do, but it was like more open-ended and so there's like different instruments and stuff that people are doing, but they're all centered around the key of B flat and, uh, or just the note of B flat, I guess. And like, it's all these, like, it's like a panel of like YouTube videos and you can start and stop them at different places and, and play them, but they all work cause they're all in B flat. It's kind of cool. Uh, listener of the show and former student of mine, Devin, I might've played this for you or class at some point in one of my theory classes. Um, cause I, I usually play it and mb flat thing so he might be familiar with it but it's pretty cool to check out and you can kind of play around with it it's like a little kid talking yeah, yeah there's a there's a child okay. in the room yeah
0: Yeah, you can hear a baby yeah. crying. So, like, hey, if you guys are recording your version yeah. of this, and there's a baby crying, it just adds to the atmosphere.
1: Oh man, this is making me want to bring in. <laughs> I, I have, got some. I've pushed the bra- the boundaries of this. I got something that'll really.
0: We're only halfway through.
1: I know. There's a composer that I fa- I don't remember how I found him. Uh, but he did this series I think his name is Niels Lokagard. he's from I want to say Denmark okay uh, but he did this series of stuff called Sound Time Sound or Sound X Sound or whatever okay uh, where basically he was just exploring sonic capabilities of instruments mm-hmm. and so there's like music for hi-hats and it's like 18 different hi-hats and they, and they do have music they have stuff or like something is printed for them to do okay. in some way whether it's directions or actual music or whatever mm-hmm. but it's just like several minutes of just hi-hat sounds okay. and more than them just going like it's kind of interesting but there's one with like clarinets and bass clarinets and recorders and piano and, and different ones but my favorite one which I would kind of like to play at some point is um, music for chromatic tuners it's really cool I think it's bring it next week. Uh, I got other stuff for next week, but I'll. Okay. It's one of my favorite pieces. Also, I liked that series so much that I bought the uh, box set on vinyl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the weird stuff
1: that we talked about. Because I usually play, I usually play it for my theory classes each year. Like one of the selections from it, and um, kids are like, "Where do you find this stuff? Like, do you even like this stuff?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have this on vinyl, actually." came all the way from Denmark I'm trying to see
0: when they get back because I think like right now it's like we got about a minute left mm-hmm. and like
1: how is it going back so did you read from the composer like exactly what or just from that interview just that
0: that well it's not even an interview it's like a, just review. Like a review like how it started. Which, I mean, just go read the, the Pitchfork. Yeah. I'm uh, just
1: curious, like... And it's from 2017. Like, you kind of gave, like, a vague yeah, overview yeah. of it, but I'm like, what exactly were they told exactly to do?
0: I mean, that's my interpretation right. of it, is like, hey, guys, start here and go wherever you want. What pitch are they on? B-flat? B-flat. but you can chill out to this. Like this mm-hmm. is great. This mm-hmm. is great ambient
1: weirdness. Mhm. What's the other track? Cuz there's the thing the link you sent me there's like two tracks. <laughs> is it the album? I guess. Then it's
0: drone 1 and drone 2.
1: Yeah. What's what's the other one like?
0: I don't think I actually have it on here.
1: There's a delay on there. Yeah, there is.
0: Um here, hold on. Let me go to this. You know what? I don't even have it added on here. I don't have the whole thing added. So I don't know how it goes. But it just chills me out. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It's just stuff that I like.
1: Yeah, that might go on my, um, playlist for music theory. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: I, like, so, we work in a school, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm. Um We live in a society. We
0: live in a school. <laughs> um
1: felt weird to go I, back to my school after like being gone for oh yeah like 10 yeah, yeah, days i was like yeah. what is
0: happening so like i if i'm not in the in the i don't teach uh performers
1: yeah you don't teach ensembles
0: you teach classroom music classes
1: yeah the,
0: well i don't want to say performers like like you traditional performers because yeah. because we record things but it's just like super amateur it's like learn it somehow or like create your own music like there's a performance there at some Mm -hmm. point but it's different so I if I I had a choir I'd be like this is a project we're doing this Mm -hmm. like we're gonna create this and we're Mm -hmm. gonna create this as a warm up every day and we're gonna go to like Mm -hmm. a a nice hall or a nice stairwell in here and Mm -hmm. we're gonna record it and and be like isn't that cool like this is this is what we're doing we're gonna start here you can go anywhere you want like Mm -hmm. or even in band it's like hey guys like let's just like we'll start on you know we'll do our concert scale but Mm -hmm. like change whenever you want and yeah, yeah. go up and down and do whatever you want and it doesn't like we're just uh, i'll direct you and like it doesn't have to have time at all mm-hmm. but like let's you know okay we're gonna come back and i'll like you know like come on back home mm-hmm. it's like figured out and it's like all right you good you good you good okay you stop you stop and, like mm-hmm. or orchestra or anything like any of yeah, those yeah. ensembles i'd be like let's do this like, like it's awesome like yeah and then put it in the computer and be like we'll just add delay and reverb and mm-hmm. And it's like, look at this. This is so cool. Like yeah. you create, you created music and yeah. th- there's a big, um, I don't, I don't know if you feel this way. You probably don't because like you actually teach what is your traditional music got, classes. Like, teach ensembles. Yeah. Yeah. Where, so I, I talked to an art teacher and art teacher is <laughs> Sorry, like, you know, like the, sure. the kids are creating art. Mm-hmm. They're making all of the choices. Like we're giving them like guidelines. Yeah. But in the music world, you're recreating mm-hmm.
1: music, mm-hmm.
0: and the kids don't really get the creative choices. The 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 yeah, conductor itch. kind yeah. of Depen- does. depending on
1: the conductor and the and and, and the yeah the, tune and the approach or whatever yeah yeah
0: where in in my world it's like like so in in recording in sound one we we do um, cover songs we mm-hmm. and and recording in sound two as well mm-hmm. we do cover songs and I'm like and as we've had. I like cover songs that are completely different mm-hmm. than the original. Like, what mm-hmm. do you want to do? Would you want to throw in something? Do you mm-hmm. want to throw in
1: bagpipes? By the way, I have an album to talk about that. I listened to on that playlist, but go there. Welcome okay. back. Um,
0: so like in that class, I'm like, we are recreating this, but I want you to do your spin on it. Mm-hmm. Right, if you have an idea, I want you to shoot it and like record it. Mm-hmm. We'll record it. And if it's good or bad, it doesn't matter because like, at least we tried it. Mm-hmm. Right. And where in traditional uh, music classes. You don't get that. But mm-hmm. like, in my weird music class that only i do yeah that's what we do it's like let's let's bend the rules Mm -hmm. let's do something like let's figure like let's learn by creating right not recreating yeah i, get that. I, I don't i, don't I, mean I think to...
1: i think in jazz band i get a little more leeway with that because yes. it's smaller ensembles and also it's like here's the melody and here the chords go well yeah sometimes. i mean sometimes sometimes because we'll, we'll do we'll do stuff like that but you know a lot of times we're doing ensemble music and mm-hmm. so we do but but there's a lot of times when i give the kids the choices i'm like here's some things we could do here or like it's just kind of stagnant at this moment like what's ways we can mess with it but mm-hmm. yeah but for sure yeah it's nice that you get that luxury um, so one of the albums that uh, my friend Mike put on the, the playlist was the Weezer Teal album, which is, is their, that the covers? their covers album. Oh, I that well, I was like, I was not <laughs> enthused about it. It's not good. But here's the thing. Like it's it's great for what it is. Well, here, here's here's the thing that I, now that I've actually listened to it, we didn't skip anything. Okay, We actually listened to the whole thing. Cause he, I think, cause the first song is Africa, I think by Toto. And so like, as soon as it came on, cause even Mike was like, he's like, I know I put this on here, but I don't feel good about it. Like I just, <laughs> he, he, he was like, you know, this will just kind of force us to listen to it. But so the, the first song came on and he was like, I kind of want to just skip the whole album right now. And I was like, well, it's like, cause I had not listened to it. I was like, just we'll give it a chance. They just do literal interpretations yeah, yeah, yeah. of every song. Yeah. Sometimes like really literal. Oh yeah. Like yeah. like they found the exact mm-hmm. same keyboard patch or the same Africa guitar See, like, thing. When, you, it, when it starts off, it's it is yeah. the would sound. Play them back to back, you wouldn't know. Yeah. You would not An- know. Until Rivers comes in and starts singing. But even that, some of the songs, he really is is changing his voice. Okay. It doesn't sound like Rivers singing all these songs. They do the one, um, what's the one metal song they do? I don't know. But it sounds just like I listen to whoever. it once and I'm like, I'm done. Uh, yeah. And, but what, what Mike and I both came to the conclusion of was like, if you want to listen to Weezer do a cover album, this isn't the album for you. In, because it doesn't sound like Weezer. Oh, okay. It sounds like just all these songs. But if you just want to hear a bunch of 70s and 80s and also No Scrubs songs that you like... And are familiar with, sure, throw this on. Because it's all stuff you're gonna know. And it's and it's well performed. It just doesn't there's nothing special about it. It's also like, speaking of Weezer, the taking back Sunday cover of My My Name is Jonas that came out like a year or so ago. Yeah. It there's nothing special about it. Yeah. It's just the same. Like I even Adam Lazar doesn't really put a lot of his spin on like his vocal spin on it, if you Mm -hmm. will. So but yeah, it's it's fine it's just there's nothing special about it other than the fact if, you, if unless you want to celebrate the fact that they like completely recreated yeah, yeah. a thing then sure but yeah. otherwise it's not great so all right anyway that's it that's it cool thanks We're for done. listening folks
0: um i'll reiterate the rules <clears throat> okay c major yep. that's the scale that means c d e f g in concert ABC, abc also abc yeah <laughs> um uh so go to a piano, play C, mm-hmm. any C, mm-hmm. go up down, mm-hmm. the the white keys. Yeah. Um, if if you if you're on a a clarinet or a trumpet, mm-hmm. it's B flat, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? I don't even know. It's Is sad. that? You it'd know be, what? Use it'd vocals. The, it'd be their D. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad. Cause I don't, I, as I said, I'm like in weird land. So B flat
1: instruments are weird because
0: <clears throat> we should have it in B flat. Even B-flat. though the key is in B flat, it goes, yeah. you have to go the other way. All but. right. Rules C major. Um, cause it's easy to know what notes there are. Mm-hmm. And if you're in band land, mm-hmm. then figure it out yourself. <laughs> mm. Um, one minute long, start on C, go anywhere you want mm-hmm. End on C.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. There's the rules.
1: Yeah. Second. good.
0: And then you send it to our Discord, yeah, which is a link in the description. And I'll probably have, a, I'll probably make a post and be like,
1: "Here are the rules," mm-hmm. and then have like a link to wherever they can. Well, you, you can just want them to email it to us.
0: You you could put it in that group, oh, like okay.
1: in the Discord, or they can email it at at Two Tunes. Let's just like, say, just email it. Then email. that way you're like single files, not just chilling. Yeah. yeah. You to it. <laughs> unless you're feeling really bold and confident about your your part. Yeah. So Do email Two Tunes yeah. podcast. At gmail do I, I know you got a split? Do I, I have like go. thirty seconds to yeah, talk about a thing? Go. So in college, in my second college uh, at Swick, I wrote a piece. We had to write like a um, minimalist piece, mm-hmm. and I wrote one um, based on uh, John three sixteen. Okay, with like the opening text of that, like for God so loved the world, he gave his only Son, mm-hmm. and it had a bunch of rules and a bunch of things, and I made all the parts. But basically, like I wrote for each of the, almost every one of those words are like different, like little parts of the, the phrase or whatever I wrote, like a little bit of music. And the point is, is that you're supposed to record yourself or you could do it live, I guess, but record yourself, um, say singing each part kind of in time, but like not with a metronome. Don't actually like, like just do your best to stay in time. Mm-hmm. And like, the four parts, so it's like for God's will love the world, whatever that part is the longest part. And then the next part's like 15 seconds shorter and the next one's 15 seconds shorter or whatever. And so that they're supposed to kind of like, I think I forget if I had it as like a pyramid effect or mm-hmm. like a, um, like a triangle effect mm-hmm. or something like where I think it's more of like a, like a right angle triangle, yeah. like where, where the first one starts and then the next one lo- layers in and layers in. But there's one layer that goes the whole time and it's just for God's all love the world and i recorded all this in the studio because i was a madman i was like 24 that sounds cool it is kind of cool i want to see it and i called it johnny kansas do you know i called it johnny kansas john 316 right Mm -hmm. why did johnny kansas i don't know what's the area code for kansas i don't know 316 yeah okay so that was it that's actually clever yeah all right we gotta go okay i gotta go find us on the things yeah two tunes Podcast. bye y'all bye